Welcome back. Welcome hey. back to episode five. Four? Oh. It's five now, right? Five. five. Today we're talking about composting. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know what composting is, um, composting is a process of recycling organic material. So organic materials like food scraps, like tea bags coffee grounds, coffee filters, things like that. And uh, instead of throwing that waste into the landfill, you can compost it and turn it into fertile soil additive. And this helps the food break down, like break down sustainable way because it doesn't produce methane in the same way that landfill waste breakdown does. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Like the yeah. carbon goes into the soil instead of into mm-hmm. the atmosphere. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's a really, really effective way to cut down on food weight food waste and pollution and also reduce greenhouse gases getting released, especially because methane is so significant. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are just like, you know, just like throw your food away, like throw it outside the window. It'll be fine. It'll decompose. But like composting is a lot different because well, a, in a landfill, um, it takes a lot longer to break down, right. Versus composting where it's, uh, surrounded by the like organic matter mm-hmm. and nutrients it needs. And second, like, um, talking about methane, I think when the oxygen can't get in there, um, in the landfill, uh, methane, which is like the Voldemort of greenhouse gases, <laughs> yeah, in a that's way, a good way to like it's it. just yeah. the worst. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 82 <laughs> times as effective as like carbon Something dioxide. Like yeah. yeah. Dang. Something Should crazy. Fact check that. Yeah. Sorry. Tell the listeners you're sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's actually 28 times more potent than carbon dioxide, according to UC Davis's Clear Center. Oh, so yeah. Thank you, Mira. Yes, that is the important part. <laughs> yeah. We fact check here. We fact check. When I went home for break, actually, I noticed this would be a good segue into U of M's compost system. But like, I noticed like. My family doesn't have compost, so going from a place who has, like, compost everywhere where you can, like, easily compost to, like, some place who doesn't have it at all, it was, like, really, really shocking. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of weird how quick I got used to just having compost. Yeah. Because my immediate thought, like, at Thanksgiving dinner, um, like, I accidentally dropped, uh, spilled a little bit of my cranberry sauce. <laughs> and so I was going to, like, you know, pick it up. And just, it just felt weird tossing it in the trash. As opposed to like a compost bin, yeah. Just I don't know, being so normalized at U of yeah. M. Yeah. Compost is like everywhere at U of M. Like Pretty in lots of buildings, not in the diag, but in lots of buildings, <laughs> like in all the dining halls and all your like, the closets of your residence halls. Um, they just make it like really, really easy to compost. Oh, for sure. I yeah. think um, last I read on the U of M's compost sustainability website, um. Currently, thirteen or sixteen buildings have designated compost bins available. So, like, uh, I know the Dana Building. Uh, I've seen some of the NUB uh, mm-hmm. dining halls, residence halls. You said sixteen across campus. Yeah. Wow. So, Doug Ugly has one in the the bathroom to compost your. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Thanks> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess um, probably one of the biggest or like a uh, composting initiative that I recently found out about that I thought was super cool um, that I didn't know until I started coming to U of M is that there's actually a zero waste initiative for the Michigan Stadium and I feel like we have to 
talk about the stadium in light of the Ohio State victory. Mm-hmm. From, <laughs> um, in, in its first year, um, the Michigan Athletics um, reached an 88.17% diversion rate uh, for a zero-waste game. So that be, uh, 80, almost, just over 88% of waste that would get sent to the landfill was diverted to a composting facility just in the first year. So I thought that was a wow. really, yeah. really... That's very significant, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I have something similar about, like, um, like zero-waste stuff, but it's more about, like, campus-wide, like, zero-waste events. You can hold your own zero-waste event and, like, get a hold of the Office of Campus Sustainability. There's, like, more information on their website if you're interested. But, like, if you're holding event an event and you want it to be zero-waste, you can get in contact with them and they'll get you some, like, resources and supplies and, like help you clarify to the people that are attending your event that you like you like where the compost is where the recycling is and that like the things that are at the event go in those places so you're like reducing Mm -hmm. your waste at like potentially pretty large events similar to like football games Mm -hmm. for sure and i guess kind of going off our our previous conversation about kind of where where can someone go to find out more information like Composting is relatively, um, relatively no- pretty normalized on campus. I'm sure a lot of listeners who've been on campus have been walking around seeing compost bins. But in terms of opportunities to actually learn more and learn what composting is, I think the biggest initiative U of M has is where to throw trainings. And mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. PBSLs just hosted one last week, and I'm sure there are a lot more upcoming. And uh, you can also go to the U of M sustainability website and. Word of Throw will teach you basically landfill, recycling, and compost, and just kind of a mix, explaining like what goes where, how do you decide, or how do you know what is organically based versus um, like plastic or something like that. So I think that's a really, really good resource for anyone looking to know more information. Does anyone know like one of the top wrong things put in the compost? Like, Coffee cups. Like, Coffee cups? <laughs> like 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 Starbucks mugs and stuff like that. Oh. Like yeah, like a lot of disposable coffee mugs, takeout mug or cups, I guess, mm-hmm. coffee cups that you will get at restaurants are coated with plastic on the mm-hmm. inside. And I've yeah. just, I walk through so many compost bins and see so many coffee cups in the compost bins, but that plastic is not compo. The plastic lining on the inside is not compostable, which is mm-hmm. extremely problematic because the the facility that uh, U of M sends compost to will only take it if it's a, if there's less than one percent contamination in mm-hmm. the compost bin. Yeah. Because compost doesn't get sorted in the same way that recycling does. It usually just gets sent to a facility, put in the compost pile, and that's the end of the process. So, if there's contamination, that contamination could disrupt the entire um entire flow of how the compost works mm-hmm. when in doubt throw it out yes when in doubt, throw it out. <laughs> i don't know if this was mentioned earlier it might have been but i can't remember like compost is turned into like organic fertilizers and stuff so there if there is stuff in plastic like that it harms the fertilizer like it doesn't make it as effective and not to be like not to keep pushing community building like I always do, but, like, it's important to keep our compost pure so that way we can help, like, farmers and uh, landscapers. What's, what are those mm-hmm. called? Landscapers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, I don't know, people who just use fertilizer and soil 
I don't know, strengthen your communities, keep your compost pure, do the where to throw training. Woo. Final messages from Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Inspirational. Yeah. Yes. And on that inspiration, if you want to continue being inspired, uh, <laughs> U of M has an email address, zerowaste at umich.edu. And you can email them anytime if you have any questions about composting, recycling, anything of that nature. If you want to conduct a word to throw training, if you want to get a compost bin, you can reach out to them and see what opportunities are available. Um, on One camp. more time, what's the email? Zero waste at umich.edu. Cool. Exciting. Woo! And I guess with that being said, uh, Want to throw it over to the off-campus compost team? Yeah. yeah. Woo. <laughs> I didn't cheer for myself. I promise. Um, <laughs> so, um, so as off-campus students, uh, we were really interested to know what the composting process is for us. So, you know, there are a lot of differences between composting within the city of Ann Arbor and on UM's campus. So, I. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's just a couple differences, I think. Um, I think it all ends up at uh, a private company called We Care Denali. They take mm -hmm. U of M's composting and uh, the greater city of Ann Arbor's composting, too. Um, one difference, though, that we talked about earlier is that um, one of them is year-round. So U of M composting will go to We Care Denali all year, but the city of Ann Arbor only connect, uh, collects... Um, composting during like from April to December so it doesn't right. actually do the winter months right so you know if you want to compost uh, you got a few days left <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it ends on December 10th, 10th yeah so. so maybe not in time for this episode yeah we'll see. Wow. <laughs> it's gonna cut, cut it close <laughs> yeah so where does it go in the winter what do you what do you do with your food in the winter? Eat it all. Yeah. <laughs> Every little last bit. Yes, eat food it fights. all. Food <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, when you're not having food fights, so typically you have to buy compost cards. They cost money, which I think is something to note. It could be a barrier to composting. And so there is curbside cart collection. Um, so, you know, um, there's also a drop-off option at We Care Denali 4170 Platte Road, uh, where there is an automated scale system that we can describe more in depth later. But, you know, um, there are a lot of really interesting things going on at We Care, we Care Denali. There are free tours. So, yeah. Um, should I go in depth on it a little? Or yeah, talk about the uh, automated scale system a little bit. For sure. So... Um, within the drop-off option, there's actually an automated scale option, and it's so interesting. I was shocked when I was reading this because, okay, first of all, bring your own shovels and containers. They are not going to give you any. Yeah. Second of all, before you go in, and this is so interesting to me, you drive your vehicle onto a scale. It gets weighed. You print out a QR code. You know, you got to scan your driver's license, the whole thing. Then you drive in. Um drop off your stuff and when you drive back out you have to go back on the outbound scale and get weight again they're not playing with their compost wow. they're yeah. they're yeah qr codes that scan your qr really code then go it yeah have, like, mountains of compost there when you go right there. they're never gonna run out yeah i just want to be extra sure yeah and so something that i think is really interesting is that um 
you can get up to one free cubic yard of compost, but you can also drop off one free cubic <laughs> yard. What? Like, it's really interesting. Basically, if you don't want to pay, you can get up to one cubic yard of compost, but you can also drop off a cubic yard. You don't have to do them at the same time. I don't know why I'm <laughs> saying it like this. Um, <laughs> but it's not an exchange situation, but... Um, if you want compost, you can get a cubic yard for free. If you want to drop off compost, you can drop off up to a cubic yard for free. So that's per household at no charge. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I think Ann Arbor has a really interesting history with composting. So do you want to go a bit into that? Yeah. Maybe something a little less interesting to some people <laughs> um, is the history of composting in Ann Arbor. Yeah. So we've, we've actually been composting since... Uh, the 70s, which is a long, long time. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's like, you know, um, we, but it was actually owned by the government, like, like the city of Ann Arbor did its own composting. Um, they had this like, uh, recovery site. It was called the Wheeler Service Center. Um, and they basically like kept trying to upgrade it and continuously upgrade it. But like, as Ann Arbor, like got more hip to composting it kind of became a problem. Like, they didn't really have enough resources to, like, do it all themselves. Yeah. Um, so, like, the material volume grew and, like, more sophisticated equipment was required. Um, and then in 2009, we kind of shifted over to We Care Denali. Um, previously, We Care Organics, basically. Um, so they kind of just, like, made a deal with that company. We're like, hey, like, you, you like, take our compost and we'll, like, kind of make a public-private partnership. Um, and that's basically what has been happening since now. And they've been able to like handle the, all the, like the increasing volume of compost that's come in from Ann Arbor people. Yeah. Can you, can you talk about a little bit about what the, the benefits are for like a private company composting rather than, um, uh, a public infrastructure? Mm -hmm. I think you kind of researched that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, a website called next, next cycle Michigan that kind of looks into like, uh, the benefits of this. Uh, public-private relationship, like how it's better than our old system. Um, the first thing they talk about is recovery focus. So basically, um, like prioritizing uh, like the, the city's commitment to composting and the beneficial use of organic waste uh, generated in Ann Arbor, um, like prioritizing it. Um, the second thing is economic efficiency. So they talk about the uh, long-term cost savings that the city ends up saving by making this deal um, just because they were running out of the proper resources to like efficiently handle all the volume of compost. Um, and then the obviously environmental benefit of just, um, you know, having this large scale operation for composting rather than just trying to like cram everything into the small facility that clearly was incapable of like handling the, the um, increasing uh, amount of compost it was getting. Mm -hmm. um, so they identify like a lot of like different areas of benefits, which I think has been working out so far. Um, I don't know if it'll have to like change as we like because we compost more and more. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if we care Denali is like expanding their operations or not, um, but yeah. I think it's it's going well so far. When I uh, I actually got the chance to go talk to the one of like the head people over there at the compost center, and he was talking about how like they can they need so much more. Like if the city gave twice as much, they could take it all. Uh, okay. um, and also he talked me he talked to me about how they make so much money like for the city and for their private company just from compost. Yeah. Like, it's so economically viable. It just is so shocking to me that more cities haven't like figured out how to put this in their infrastructure in terms of, not in terms of just like the economic thing, but the sequestering carbon and like how it affects climate change. Like mm -hmm. it seems like a no brainer. Yeah. yeah, it's really inspiring to just see the city's dedication to making this work. Yeah, Ann Arbor's pretty, they're on it. Um, he told me that one of the reasons that 
it's so slow to come up logistically is because you need a really certain compost truck for it. Like you can't use garbage trucks and they're really expensive to like, you have to invest up front into those big trucks. So UM happens to own like two of those big special trucks. So they don't like, because if you use a garbage truck, it would like leak out the back. So yeah. just a thought for how to move forward with mm-hmm. city infrastructure. Mira, maybe you can talk a little bit about like the weekly curbside yeah. pickup stuff. Like basically if you're a resident in Ann Arbor, like how would you go about composting? Yeah, for sure. So like we were talking about at the beginning, there is an option for drop off, but there's also weekly curbside pickup. And like we said before, only occurs through a portion of the year. So April 5th to December 10th this year, 2021. Um, So residents can use paper bags, compost carts, or bundle large branches and, you know, place these items at the curb for pickup, uh, pickups done on regular days. If you're confused about anything, if you can compost it, well, stick around because we're going to be playing a game. (laughs) But I guess you could do the boring way and look at the city's website. So there are options. (laughs) There are options. So, yeah. So the cart is actually free. So pickup is free or you can get it delivered for money. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. So Armand actually mentioned that you have one of these carts. Yeah. My entire street, we all get one. So I think the, so what we have is we have two garbage ones. They're all the same size. We have two garbage ones, one recycle and one compost. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how the whole street is. And I live on Dewey Avenue, which is, pretty south of campus so i assume all the streets like closer to campus have the same kind of layout from the city um and i think it is landlord dependent too um i think like we when we just showed up it was just there like that that was the layout we were given so we have that option to compost and it makes it really easy um and, and they do come and they do take it uh i do not know if like that's how every street is laid out but i know there are streets in ann arbor that uh the landlords are making it really easy to compost because that bin's already there and it's provided for you mm-hmm. Uh, something I also found that was really interesting when we were researching was in terms of recent events that have happened in like 2020. So, um, this was kind of mentioned in We Care Denali's work, but basically, um, not their work. It's just affiliated with their principles and benefits of using the compost. But basically, um, in 2020, the Ann Arbor City Council passed the A20 plan for carbon neutrality that recognizes the carbon benefits of organics recovery through composting. So, you know, there's, um, you know, legal change happening, which is really interesting. And so there was also this fact right below it on next change or next cycle, Michigan.com that said 17% of total waste generated in Ann Arbor is diverted through composting. And then it said equals 12,000 tons. I was like, that's a really interesting number. Per year? It just had the number. (laughs) I'm actually not sure. But, uh, you know. I would think so. (laughs) You know, don't ask me. But, uh, either way, fascinating. It's a big number. It's a big number. Yeah, and it sounds like that number is only going to continue to grow the more Ann Arbor keeps expanding yeah. the composting mm-hmm. program. Yeah, that's awesome. Can, you, can we review one more time why, like, just... Because I feel like a lot of people think when you throw stuff in the trash, it's still going to decompose. So can we just re- review why that makes more carbon or why it's not sustainable real quick? Because I think I still don't quite understand it. Because it goes to a landfill, 
And if it doesn't make oxygen when it decomposes... I, I think it's if it doesn't get oxygen when it decomposes. Yeah, like, like, the landfill kind of, like, blocks it. Right, because it's called covered, right? It's a, it's a right? huge pile. Exactly, yeah. right? So it's, like, what they call, like, it's anaerobic versus aerobic, and that's what yeah. causes the methane production. So anaerobic is without oxygen. Yes. Aerobic yes. decomposition is mm -hmm. with oxygen. Yes. Cool. Nice. Nice. And the big bad methane is <laughs> out there. Yeah. Ooh, methane. Yeah. 28. 28. 28. <laughs> 28 times worse. Yeah. 92, but... <laughs> Cameron, um, you mentioned earlier that you have a, a, a little life hack, if you will, mm -hmm. for oh, not yes. making a um, compost um, smell bad. I've been composting at home for the past year. It's really fun. I just like seeing your food decompose. Like, <laughs> I could eat you, but I can see you turn into dirt again. And the worms like it, you know, it's just It's, just it's fun. the circle of life. It really yes. is. <laughs> Entering back into like a circle with nature. Wow. But my trick was that, yeah, I mean, it started smelling really bad for a couple months, but I figured out, so you use the organic matter, which is the food, but you also need like three parts leaves or grass. Oh, two, okay. And then one part organic matter. Like it's a lot more leaves than you think. So once I put a lot of leaves in there, it wasn't stinky anymore. Nice. Good luck to the trees in my backyard because. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, trees. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So I encourage you to, if you have space at home, mess around with it. It's just fun. Yeah. Do you guys want to play a game? Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Here are the rules. Because I'm facilitating this game. Yay. <laughs> there are, um, hold on, one, two, three, four, five. There are six rounds. Oh, what? shit. I give you, they're really short rounds. Okay. Don't, what do we do if we shy. win? Um, Ooh. um, you get, I don't know, a high five. High five. You get an first Instagram first follow from me. <laughs> you get the clout. Okay. Okay. So basically I give you an object and you guys have to say whether it's compostable or not. Okay, it, I feel like it's different in every well, city. Well, yes, it, yes. So this it, is Ann Arbor system, or this is compostable at U University of Michigan's like specific compost system. Thank you for that specification. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm ready to play? Guys, yeah. Are you guys ready? Woo! Yeah. I want to okay. win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first round, we already touched on this, so Jessica knows the answer. If you all were listening, you'll know the answer. <laughs> Coffee cups, like Starbucks cups. Not compostable. Unless it says compostable on it. Because yeah, coffee cups are compostable. Yeah. But the plastic liner on the inside. Plastic? Very much not compostable. Don't even try it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Main story. Don't compost it unless it says compostable on it. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. I agree. Okay. I wasn't paying attention to who got that one right. Round two. <laughs> round two. Round two. Uh, all the dining hall materials. Compostable. If that it says is... compostable. Yeah. Most of them are compostable. Most of them are. It, yeah. Which, most yeah. of them. Which ones are compostable? It should be all of them. There's like, yeah. I feel like yeah, it's very rare that there is not a compostable item in the dining hall. So yeah. all the dishes, all the utensils, yeah. okay. mm -hmm. all the and, uh, napkins, uh, obviously. Put in the compost, yo. Yeah. A good tip for anyone listening who might be like, usually if anything Tupperware related, it's so like bowls, plates, cups, silverware, it will say compostable on it yeah. or have like a compost symbol or something on that. So... 
uh, especially at the U of M dining facility, it's usually very easy and very obvious mm -hmm. to look at it and see mm -hmm. compost, but I, I would bet on it being compostable. Yeah, yeah, I bet on it. And, like, one thing that's not compostable, those little plastic bags, they put the macadamia cookies in. <laughs> Mojo, I'm looking at you. <laughs> those aren't compostable. Oh, shoot. Um, okay, round three, coffee grounds. Compostable. Yes. Glass. <laughs> that I don't believe I don't believe that's I don't oh, think I guess so, that's that's right? recyclable sometimes. Sometimes recyclable. Are there trick questions oh, in here? I no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got this one from YouGum's website and they said it was not compostable here, but I wanted to accentuate this one because it's also not recyclable on U of M's campus. Oh, so like if no. you have glass, you have to throw it away. You can't oh, recycle it at U of M. All glass? Yes, all glass. Which I found so interesting when yeah. we did our where to throw training because I was like, No glass, that's so shocking. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. It like I don't know. I stand corrected. <laughs> um, it was a good try. Paper plates. What were the quotation for people who are not in the room? There were air quotes. There were air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast, Sorry, I did air quotes. Okay. Oh, they're not compostable, yeah, they right? Because they have a plastic, plastic layer. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. why they're paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can probably hear my air quotes. Paper. Yeah. yeah. They have the plastic lining, essentially, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. Okay, the last one. The last round. Stakes are high. <gasps> Stakes. Compostable. Compostable. Can we do meat real quick? Yeah, meat is compostable. Oh, okay. sorry. Meat. So because <laughs> <laughs> some places it's not compostable, I think. Yeah, I have heard that before. Like, you can't compost meat or, like, bones. But I, like, once I got to U of M, I heard that you could. And I was like, I heard this somewhere else. Is that not true? I think Does you it... usually can. You usually can? Yeah, it probably just offsets the mixture mm -hmm. in some way in some companies. Hmm. Okay. Oh, go on. Last one. Steaks are high. <laughs> okay. Greasy pizza box. No. Compostable. Yes, compostable. <laughs> I read it on the garbage truck recently. Oh. <laughs> the best source of information. Wow. Isn't it so great you didn't say anything, Jessica, and actually got all the answers correct? I'm proud of us, team. Yeah. We all did so good. <laughs> We're the best. Go, team. We all won. We're one team. Against. Yeah. <laughs> we are one compost. The Go pod pod. The <laughs> We're one team against misconceptions of composting. That's us. Beautiful note to end the game. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Long pause. Thanks. Yeah. Yes. Wait. Can, can I end on a fun fact? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Wait. So, like, I just want to make sure. Can you compost cooked food? Yes. Just... That is some a misconception I had before. Just cooked would like food. to put that out there. Yeah. Oh, I, I think the oil thing is tricky in some systems. Like sometimes you can't. You're not supposed to compost oil. Oh. I've heard. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I was looking when I was researching. There were a lot of articles from a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. I've been laughing the entire episode because I'm thinking of this time. Once my mom got really into like when our school compost bin, and I actually. <laughs> I think I got in trouble because I was like... Oh, no. 
I don't know. They were cooked. <laughs> they were cooked. I don't know. I don't know why I got. I just want to know why. What did That's I do wrong? Well, 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 I know you can compost cooked materials at U of M because they're in the dining halls and yeah. everything is like cooked in the dining hall. So yeah. you have to be able to compost yeah, cooked things. And going back to our oil thing, um, I'm gonna quote um, the Google summary that came up from gardeningknowhow.com. You can compost leftover, leftover cooking oil if it is in small amounts and if it is a vegetable oil. I seen my father pouring chicken soup over his compost yesterday. I suppose chicken soup is good for the soil. Oh, better one. <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, just really quick. I wish people wouldn't make fun of my compost pile. It's biodegrading. Okay, bye everybody. Okay. <laughs>